This is the Saravo Broadcasting Update on July 20th. The Giants-Jets fans are not allowed to attend the games this season at MetLife Stadium per Governor Murphy's order. Dr. Anthony Fauci is expected to throw the first pitch at the Yankees-Nationals opening day on Thursday. And the NBA bubble has surprisingly tested 346 players and zero have tested positive. For the Saravo Broadcasting Sports Update, I'm Brandon Schwartz. Good evening. It's a beautiful, humid Monday night, 8 p.m., our typical Monday night podcast on the Doug Strava Show. Alongside me, I got Andrew Brem, Brandon Schwartz. Brandon, how are you today? Very good, man. It's good to be back again. Always good to be back, especially when we got Andrew here. Yeah, always. Andrew, how are you today? I'm pretty, I'm pretty good, thank you. Well, I was with that voice, trying to act. I'm not acting. <laughs> it sounds like you are. <laughs> All right, so we're going to start the show off with our day to the beach because if you guys are watching the YouTube series, it shows us when we went to Long Branch the other day. How is the social distancing, the mask at Long Branch, Brandon? I think most of the people comply with the rules. Um, The social distancing uh, worked well. People were wearing masks, so Murphy should be very proud. I think New Jerseyans are doing a great job, especially on our Jersey Shore. I mean, the one thing I've noticed is that they're not really enforcing it. You may have a few civilians telling us what to do, but other than that, they were enforcing it. Andrew, how was your day at the beach? You love the beach. It was great. I mean, even under the unusual circumstances with the pandemic, it was still it felt like a normal day at the beach. And I went in the water. Yeah, how I, was that? Water. The, the water was actually terrible. That was actually a little bit unusual. The beach trip was completely... Uh, normal but like it's just the the water itself was kind of fi- a little filthy and dirty and normally i would expect the long branch beach out of all the beaches in new jersey to be like the cleanest and it just when i went in there it was just kind of filthy there was like garbage and like candy wrappers inside but uh but yeah overall i mean it was still a pretty good time i mean i still got to swim in the water in the ocean for the first time this summer and i got the boogie board around the uh in the ocean so really good i heard you almost drowned haha <laughs> fake news <laughs> all right so we got a lot of stuff to get to today we were mentioning the beach uh donald john trump president trump had a few words for governor cuomo we talked sports baseball nba giants and jets released a statement today Rutgers released a statement First, let's go back to the cases. Brandon, any updates on Florida, Texas, New Jersey, New York? Um, Well, New York is obviously uh, low in cases. Uh, Hospitalizations is down. Everything is down. But the other states you worry about. Florida, you worry about. You know, they have the epicenter. Arizona is actually looking a little better, but they're still over over capacity in the hospital. Texas is uh, not staying steady. And, but, yeah, I mean, you just got to worry about these other states because, you know, they come to our states and hopefully they don't spread it to us and, and we're back in the same position as we were in March. Mm-hmm. So we got to be careful. Yep. And I think the governors are doing a great job in 
you know, setting up like voluntary quarantine standards for people that come into New Jersey from other states. So I really uh, think they're doing a great job at, you know, keeping an eye on the other states. Andrew, you're a political commentator when it comes to this stuff. You had your a few, a few live episodes. Where's the progress going with the state of New Jersey in regards to cases, mortality rates? Okay, so uh, New Jersey, New York, doing a very good job. You know, we got hit the hardest when this whole thing had started, but now we're at the other end of it where now the cases are very low. Um, cases are very low. Hospitalizations are very low. The amount of people we're losing, very low as well. So I think New Jersey's moving in the right direction. And I guess since we did get hit the hardest, I think we had a better plan of how to deal with all the patients and deal with all the people with the disease. So I'm seeing New Jersey and New York, they're both going in the right direction, and I'm hoping they don't fail their plans at all. And I'm hoping things work out for both Cuomo and Murphy. Speaking of Governor Cuomo, Mm -hmm. President Trump had a few words to say about him and his leadership with the disastrous to fund the police, the crime rates going up, the shooting rates going up. You mentioned it to us today when you got here. What did President Trump tell Governor Cuomo? He's going to send federal authorities to come by to uh, stop all the brutality and to stop all the, the, uh, the killing and crimes in New York City. And he's going to have uh, Cuomo pay the consequences. So. so normally we talk sports and we keep sports with part one of the show or part two of the show. But this is coronavirus related. MetLife Stadium, the New York Giants and New, Jer- New York Jets, I almost said New Jersey, released a statement about fans, play- fans viewing the players playing. Andrew, Brandon, what are your takes on that? I think it was the right move by the state to not allow fans. You know, football is a very popular season for every uh, for everybody, you know. And, you know, you know the stadiums are usually, you know, jammed yeah. when the season starts. So this was smart. This was a smart move, especially, you know, in the fall when the flu season starts. You're, 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 you're preventing more chaos. So that was the right move. This is for full... 20 weeks of the NFL. Obviously, it's just eight weeks in MetLife with the home schedule, maybe 12 including preseason. But I do think it's different this year because of the game. Uh, I think they added uh, 17 games maybe or something with the preseason. So I think I think there's 17 weeks. I'm not sure of the exact details with the new CBA. But you think this is full term or it's just until maybe after Election Day when the virus goes away or – I think we're going to see games. I think you're going to see fans because keep in mind, you know, the NFL season still, we still have two more months of the NFL season. And, uh, you know, a lot of people are saying that there's, you know, vaccinations that are being tested now and that we might see one by the end of this year, early next year. So there might be, a, uh, there might be fans towards the end of the season. So, and you might see fans at the Super Bowl like every year. So. I'm hoping there is. And that is a big money-making game. Right, exactly. And I can imagine maybe it'll be more expensive this coming year because of the pandemic. And, you know, I can imagine, you know, if there's no fans in half these games, you know, and then they're fans the second half of the season, then, yeah, I can imagine there's it's going to be the prices are going to go up. 
And Brandon, you did mention to me earlier today that Rutgers is expecting to have fans in the stadium. Yeah. So uh, as per Governor Murphy's executive order, you uh, can't have more than 500 people. So Rutgers is um, – there was talk saying that Rutgers would cut it down to 500 and less. Well, let's be honest. Rutgers doesn't really see that much anyway. Right. I mean, they're just god-awful. I mean, they – you see on a regular day where there's fan where there's no restrictions in the, in that they stadium, don't they show ne- up they don't anyway ne- they never uh, they never go yeah I mean really the students save you know it's if this was an NFL team it would be so bad but the students save the student section at the Rutgers games saves the stadium I mean the students are the oh absolutely are the heart and soul of right the stadium. absolutely and like and of course the students are like at the least risk of getting it because they're all like young people basically so. Right. You know, they're not too worried about that. Here at NFL, the NFL, you have all these t- uh, different age groups and all these different ages, and you have all these, you know, people that are a lot older and they don't have immunity systems like, you know, young people do. You know, so. So our producer, James, just told me that we do have to hear from our sponsor via Anchor. Again, if you're just joining us, we spoke about the coronavirus Murphy's executive order on fans for the Giants, Jets, Rutgers. We also spoke about our day at the beach. And before we go to the sponsor, we just want to send our condolences to the family of Dan Andrell. May he rest in peace. And we'll be right back after this word from our sponsor to discuss division winners, award winners, and opening day. We'll be right back. And boy, did I hate wasting hours on papers. I knew I had to make my hobby a reality. I love interviewing athletes and doing podcasts in my kitchen. Now I'm on to bigger things as the Connecticut School of Broadcasting or for studio time. If you enter CSB, you will have the opportunity to learn how to run a control room, edit highlights, direct a newscast, and even create logs for a radio show. School of Broadcasting gives you the chance for success. Visit GoCSB.com for more information on how you can receive a radio tour. GoCSB.com We are back to the Doug Saravo Show alongside me, Andrew Brem. Brandon Schwartz podcast, Monday night, your typical Monday night podcast. So this is a different type of series on this show. We're going to do, not series, I mean segment. We are going to do picks and predictions. We're going to do division winners. We're going to do award winners. And we're also going to do game picks. So after this week, we'll keep track of our standings. And we'll we'll see who has the best record at the end of the year. So let's start with divisional winners. We are going to start with the AL East. Brandon, who do you have winning the AL East and why? I'm going to go with the Yankees. Uh, I think they are the best team in the, in the AL East by a mile. Um, the Rays would be the, the team they would compete against, the Rays. But the Yankees are just better. I think they got a better roster. They've got a better pitching staff. You know, you got Cole, you signed Cole, which made him even better. So I think the Yankees are going to win the AL East by a wide margin. 
Andrew, who do you have winning the AL East? The Mets, because um, the, <laughs> <laughs> the Mets, <laughs> the Mets in the American League East. Andrew, do you know anything about baseball? <laughs> do you? I do. I thought the East meant that. No, I National League East. East. We're talking about American League East. Yankees, Rays, Orioles, Red Sox, Blue Jays. Okay. Uh, I'm not really sure, to be honest with you, but, uh, I mean, nothing to do with the LA, L- AL East, but definitely going to have to say the Mets are going to win the season this year. Right, because, talking- like... <laughs> We are talking AL East right now. I guess the Yankees. All right, Yankees. <laughs> and then you can get to your World Series pick. All right. My AL East pick. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with the Yankees. I'm a race fan, but I just don't trust our offense. I know we have the pitching, but when you go up against a lineup within Giancarlo Stanton, along with. Gary Sanchez, it's a tough battle. Although I do want us to win the division, I am definitely going to have to go with the New York Yankees. In my heart, I'm going with the Rays, but when it comes to our picks, I'm going with the Yankees. Brandon, AL Central. I'm going to go with the Cleveland Indians to win the The Cleveland Indians. I think they're good. I think think Francona is a great coach. I think he knows how to deal with the bullpen. They got a good roster, I think, and they their pitching staff is very good. Yeah, uh, the Cleveland Indians, I think, uh, now when you just said that, they might have Tiger blood within them, which is uh, Charlie Sheen's uh, kind of blood, basically. Because you know it's crazy that Charlie Sheen did play for them in Major League, the movie. Yeah. So maybe they have it this year. They have Tiger blood, and they're winning, just like Charlie Sheen. Yep. And uh, two and a half men, my favorite. Uh, <laughs> Let's stay relevant, Brem. You could discuss that later. I'm gonna go with the Chicago White Sox. I love the addition of Edwin Encarnacion, Yasmani Grandal. I also love the addition of Dallas Keuchel. For me, I truly believe that the White Sox, with their young guns and Luis Robert, Adam Engel, I really believe this is their time to. Show the baseball world that Chicago has two good teams within the Cubs and the White Sox. Brandon, AL West. We'll go with the Angels to win the, the division. Angels. Trout, Tani. Uh, who else? Simmons, Angels and Simmons. They are, and they're pitching, they're stacked. And Joe Madden is their coach. Joe Madden is a great coach. You know Joe Madden. He is one of the best coaches that in, 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 in the league. He's one. Of, he's always been great. So I'm gonna go with the Angels to win the American League West. Andrew, who are you going to win the AL West? The Dodgers. AL West. <laughs> the Angels. The Angels. Uh huh. Because it's they're basically the Angels from heaven, from God's uh, world. <laughs> I don't know if this is a sports podcast or a comedy podcast. How many wild card teams do we have this year? Do we know? I think one. Oh, two. Two. Didn't they do something with the CBA where there's like maybe three? Yeah. Yeah, they changed the playoff format. Playoff format's different. So, yeah, I think it's three. I could be wrong. 
Let's take a look. MLB playoff format. Alright, while we look that up, while our producer gets that for us, let's go to the NL East. Uh-huh. Andrew, obviously we know you're going with the Mets. Yeah, because like it seems like, you know, every time there's a season they they go off on a good start and then they just go downhill. So since it's a shortened season, I think they're gonna do very well this year. So we actually have four wild card teams this year. Four wild card, wow. I'm not sure how that would work, but you have four wild card teams. Alright, interesting. Plus Bra- your division winners. Yeah. Obviously. Brandon, how do you think that the who I Brandon, I mean who do you who's your NL East pick? I'm gonna go with the Atlanta Braves. The Braves. Back to back. I think uh, I've always liked. I mean, last year they were good. They just unfortunately didn't. They had a terrible uh, that game. They the last game before they got eliminated, they got blown out, which which is unfortunate. But I think they're still really, really good. I think they're they're heading in the right direction. So I'm going to go with the Atlanta Braves to win the American the National East. I'm going with the Philadelphia Phillies. I think this team is just hungry. They added Zach Wheeler, Didi DeGorius, Joe Girardi, and I think Bryce Harper truly wants to win a World Series, and he wants to get back to that postseason, especially what happened with the Washington Nationals, and they want it. I think he wants to prove that he could do it too. NL Central. NL Central. I'm going to go with the St. Louis Cardinals. I think they're always consistent. Playing a good ballpark. Um, the pitching's good. So I'm going to go with the St. Louis Cardinals to win the NL Central. Andrew? Uh, probably, let's see. Um, I'll probably say St. Louis, too. Saint Louis. So we got a hat trick because I'm going with the Cardinals, too. Yeah. Just because I don't think the Cubs could handle a 60-game schedule. They always find a way to get cold this time of year. We've seen in the previous years where they lost the division to Milwaukee and they lost the wild card game to Colorado. So I really think this is going to be the Cardinals' year to get the division. Actually, back-to-back because I believe the Cardinals won it last year. Andrew, I know your West team is the Dodgers. Yes. Brandon, who is your West team? Going to go with the Dodgers to win the division. The Dodgers. And do we know if Robbie Pito's playing this year? or is uh, it, I'm not really sure. He's probably going to not be playing on the major league team. He's yeah. going to probably be in the minor leagues. Uh, but he's got to work his way up. Well, he said he signed with them. And uh, I'm going to go with the Dodgers, too. He's actually playing on the major league team. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, so. I'm going with the Dodgers, too. So we agree with six teams total. Actually, yeah, nine teams because of the Yankees. So we're gonna pick. We're not gonna do our top wild card teams because I'm not sure, really sure how that fully works. But what I would like to do is just pick five teams that you think could be that you think could make a difference or be a threat to some other teams. So Brandon, go. You go first. Pick like wild card teams. Yeah, teams that haven't won't be in your division race. That won't be in the division race. I'm going to go with the Blue Jays, the Toronto Blue Jays. I'm going to go with the 
Seattle Mariners, maybe? Yeah, I don't think Seattle has a chance. I'm going to go with the Colorado Rockies. I'm going to go with the Minnesota Twins. And I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with the Houston Astros. <laughs> what a hell of it. I think the Houston Astros are done and are, and are, and are done forever. I think the era's over for the Houston Astros. I think it's a new team that's moving on. Yankees are back on. They're going to go back on top. Is that four or five? I think I said five. Blue Jays, Astros, Rockies, Twins? Twins and Astros. Mariners. Seattle. Did I say Seattle? Yeah, I brought it up, and then you agreed with me. That was six, actually. So five. No, Blue Jays, Astros, Rockies, Twins. That's four. And then Mariners. Mariners. Mariners, Mariners. okay. When I was a kid... I thought Seattle was in New Jersey, and I made a joke about there being a Seattle, New Jersey turnpike. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to go with the Rays, obviously. Then I'm going to go with the Rockies. I'm also going to go with the the Royals. I'm also going to go with uh, the Twins. But if there's one team that I think has surprised people, I think it's going to be... The there's that team out there. I'm just trying to think who it could be. I think it's going to be the Washington Nationals. I think they may not have anything on their back this year. They may not be a favorite, but I think they truly could be a threat to other teams. They may be out of it, but they could stop the Mets or the Braves or the Phillies from going somewhere in the division. All right. Oh, and I also think the Mets. I think the Mets pitching, but their offense is also shaky for me at times. Andrew, give me your teams to watch. This year, any team? Yeah. I would say the Dodgers, the Yankees. <laughs> we already mentioned those teams that you didn't mention before. Um, to watch. Um, I really don't know. All right, so Andrew Bremen doesn't know. We will be right back. If you're just joining us, we spoke about the coronavirus, things that are going on in the world. We did our division winners. And when we get back, we're going to discuss our award winners along with our opening day picks. Not all the games, but games we like to see win. To see the us win our matchups. And I think I will have the best record. Andrew Brem, Brandon Schwartz, I'm Doug Schreiber with the Doug Schreiber Show. We'll be right back. The window of an Amtrak train can open up a whole new world for your kids. A world full of farms and sleepy little towns that belong in storybooks. A world of crystal clear lakes and rivers and cities so big and beautiful. They take your breath away. America is a country full of Incredibles, and right now, you and your family can see more of it. Through your own wide window for less with an incredible Amtrak vacation. Because with Amtrak's family fares, members of the family can save 50 to 70% off the regular fare on all trains, except Metroliners. And Amtrak also has over 150 tour packages to choose from, from simple day trips to cross-country cavalades. So this summer, why not let your kids see America from a different point of view? For details, call Amtrak or your travel agent. We are back on the Doug Sharavo Show. Alongside me, we have Andrew Brem, the Bremster, and Brandon Schwartz. MVP winners 
AL first, and then we'll do our National League. Brandon, who do you like winning the AL MVP? AL, I'm going to go with Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge. He's going to deserve it this year. He deserved it. His first, I think he deserved it um, his first year playing. Uh, but I think he's going to get it this year. I think he's ready to go. I think it's Judge. I mean, Judge is like is like basically like the Steph Curry of the MLB. So I think it's just straight up him. All right, for me, I'm going to go with Anthony Rendon. Rondon. And I think he could have won it last year in the National League, but he lost to Cody Bellinger, right? Yes. When you have a guy like Cody, it's tough. And I think when you're on an Angels team and you have Shoni Atani, you have Mike Trout that could get on base, I think Rendon is going to have more RBIs than expected. I'm looking at I'm looking at uh, 90 RBIs in 60 games. It's difficult, but I think he could do it. And I think if this wasn't, if this was a regular game, he could get at least 145. Especially with the guys, it all depends where they put him in the lineup. But I'm really liking Rendon to maybe win this MVP award. And I'll start with my National League MVP award. And I'm really looking at Clayton Kershaw to have a bounce back year to win the MVP award. For the Dodgers. For the Dodgers. So my MVP awards is Rendon and Kershaw. I think he has it again, and I think he wants to prove something to the Astros and Major League Baseball that he's truly a good pitcher. And we all know he's a good pitcher, but he has that monkey on the back that he always chokes when it comes to a big game. Uh, Andrew, who's your National League MVP? National League MVP? Um... Just in the whole league, right? National League, yes. Right. Um, I'm going to have to go with, uh, let's see here, um, probably Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper with the NL MVP. Brandon, you're an NL MVP, and why? I'm going to go with the pistol polar bear, Pete Alonzo. Pete Alonzo. I think Pete Alonzo is... He's going to be the face of the Mets franchise. I think he's got there's something special about him. First baseman. Jose, what about Jose? Jose Reyes isn't part of that team anymore, right? No. no. But he was a face of the Mets for a while, yeah. along with David Wright. Yes, he was. And he had a nice, he had a Spanish accent. He's like, well, it's always nice just to come to CD Field and play, you know. <laughs> and you're Spanish too, so that's good. Yeah. Uh, Cy Young for the National League. Actually, let's do Nas- American League, National League. American League, Cy Young. American League, Cy Young. I am going to go with Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole is going to be on his A game this year. He's ready. He's been ready to go since February. Unfortunately, this coronavirus shuts him down for five months. But he's ready to get on that mound and throw flames. He's ready. Andrew, American League, Cy Young. Uh, I really don't know. Um, uh, let's see, uh, maybe Nick Deeney. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Deeney? Maybe. He's a catcher. Yeah. Never heard of him. He's a catcher, pitcher. Throw the ball. Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. Uh. That's a good question. I mean, it's been a while, dude. But, uh. 
Not sure, really, to be honest with you. All right, Andrew's pick. Not sure, to be honest with you. All right, that's a good pick. Not sure, to be honest. I'm going to go with Oakland A's Charmanea. I think this guy pitched well. He earned a spot in the wild card game last year. So I'm really looking forward to see what he has this year, being being a 60-game season. And I think he'll have maybe eight, nine starts that he could really maybe prove something. Because that's what it is this year. He could be like 8-0 and with one of the best ERAs in baseball and have a shot to win the Cy Young. So I'm going to stick to the National League now. And I'm going to go with, I know I said Clayton Kershaw MVP, but that's based on his wins, his losses. Um, I'm just going to go with three-time winner in a row, Jacob DeGrom. Jacob DeGrom, is he play for the Mets? Yeah, and Kershaw is a, a, Kershaw is a tight runner-up. A tight runner-up. So that's who we have there. DeGrom and Kershaw with that tight runner-up. Uh, Andrew, you're NL Cy Young. Andrew, you're NL Cy Young. I'm going to have to go with the Ioannis Cespedes. (laughs) 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 We're talking pitchers, Andrew. We're talking pitchers. Pitchers. They throw the ball. They pitch and strike people out. (laughs) I have to go with Aaron Judge. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't know if you're trying to make yourself sound stupid or you're just not knowledgeable when it comes to this. Cy Young, pitching award. Probably have to go with uh, Jacob Jagram. All right, that's a smart answer. Uh, <laughs> I guarantee you, you're trying to be funny. Um, Brandon, who's your NL Cy Young? NL Cy Young. To go with Cy Young. Andrew Cuomo. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew. Oh I'm boy. Hunjin Ru. Hunjin. He's in Toronto now, though. Oh my bad. <laughs> oh yeah, he's, he used to be with the Dodgers. Uh, yeah, I'm he's in go with Tor- Kershaw. Kershaw. All right, not bad. I gotta go with Kershaw. Hunjin Ryu doesn't even speak English. No, 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 not Kershaw. Not Kershaw. No. I'm going to go with Johnny Cueto. Cueto of the Giants. Johnny Cueto of the Giants. Wow, what a pick. I think Johnny Cueto was underestimated for many years, and I think he's I think he's he's got more than you think. I think he's a very good pitcher. So do you see the Giants making the playoffs or being no, a threat? No, no. no? I, I just, if I see him, I could see him winning a Cy Young. Wow, that's pretty interesting. It's probably not going to happen, but. That's not going to happen, but. I think you and I were more intelligent when it came to these picks, I would say. Right, Andrew? Like, do you not know what a Cy Young is? Cy Young was a pitcher. It sounds like it's Chinese. Yeah. And it's an award. Named after... Wasn't Cy Young a pitcher? Yeah, and that was was who it was named named after, after the Cy Young Award. Was he, like, Japanese or something? No! (laughs) I get what you're saying, but... Stay focused. Stay focused. Picture. All right. So now we have our other segment of this episode with our picks. We did our division winners. We did our award winners. Now let's discuss our games to look out for and who you see winning. Yankees versus Nationals. Who do you have, Brandon? Uh, 
going to go with the Yankees winning game one at a score at 3-2. to two. It's going to be a close game. Got two great pitches on the mound, Cole and Scherzer. I think the Yankees are going to win this one 3-2. to two. I'm going with the Nationals just because I love Maxi Max, and I really think they want to defeat another former Astro. And I think they're going to win. We have Madison on the line. Madison? Madison, how are you today? I'm doing good. Welcome to the Doug Saravo Show. Let's just see if we can get this audio to go and you're set. I'm definitely got a speaker up there. Madison, you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes, we do. Thank you for joining the Doug Saravo Show. I'm not sure if you heard, but we're discussing. We discussed our division winners, our award winners, our award winners. Anything you're calling in specifically? My um, prediction for the division winner is probably going to be um. Can you hear me? Who? My division winner prediction would be the Yankees. The Yankees. I'm just seeing. I'm not trying to be biased, but they seem like most dominant. The Red Sox are going to struggle this year, probably. Yeah. What's your opinion on winning the division? I think I want to see the Tampa Bay Rays, obviously, but I'm really going with the New York Yankees to win this division. Yeah. I still think their pitching is questionable because we've seen it year in, year out, where their pitching always struggles, and you can't have Garrett Cole pitch five days in a row. But I think when you have guys in the lineup like Aaron Judge, Giancarlo Stanton, and Gary Sanchez, it's obviously proved, they obviously proved that it's going to be difficult to strike those guys out. So I think that's why the Yankees have the best shot at winning this division. I'm still nervous about you call Stanton. He can get a slump sometimes. I mean, he's up and down. Huh? Yeah, he's been he's been slumping a little bit. There's been there's been ups and downs throughout that rotation too. It's Severino, J. A. Happ, Domingo German. He got suspended. Yeah, he's suspended. So I really don't know who will be that four and five. I know you have Garrett Cole, Severino. I think you have Happ at oh and Paxton. So that it's that bottom that bottom two is the very big question mark. Yeah, it's going to be really incredible. Who knows what's going to happen? And we're discussing uh, opening day picks. Who do you have, the Yankees or the Nationals? It's going to be a tough call. I'm hoping the Yankees. I'm a fan of the Yankees, but it's going to be a toss-up. Jared Cork is joke. He, he shows that he can show the pressure. But, you know, he um, gave up two home runs in the exhibition game. You remember that Yankees exhibition game? He gave up two home runs. Last October. Uh, oh, the exhibition game, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think I remember oh, that. Shit. Like a moth. Andrew, <laughs> <laughs> our co-host got scared by a moth. Dragonfly. Or a dragonfly. Holy cow. <laughs> I know. Luckily, you couldn't see it yet. I mean, it may be on YouTube later, but... Yeah. And my, I'll ask you a question since you're on. Who do you see winning... The World Series. It's a tough call. Oh, I can see the Dodgers might be winning it, or the Yankees. But um, the Braves were poised for greatness. You never know that the Braves could sneak in in contend. But you know, they're falling apart too. The Braves. You know, the Mets always struggle. 
know what I mean? Yeah, the Mets seem to struggle down the line. Yeah, down the line, but 60 games could be a game changer. You never yeah, know what's going to happen. Yeah, 60 games is a game changer for everybody, and I'm really looking forward to this season. But you know the Orioles are always going to suck. You know I mean? The Orioles. <laughs> yeah, the Orioles, the Tigers, <laughs> those teams we really don't have to worry for. Yeah, Tyler Bates is screwed by by Orioles, probably. The Tyler Bates are not going to have a problem with the Orioles. All right, Madison, thank you for joining the show today. We really appreciate it. No problem. What a great show, guys. All right, thank you. We'll see you next time. Cuomo. See you next time. That was a fan of ours, Madison Valdez, joining the show. And after we discuss these matchups, we're going to do our final World Series picks. Andrew, Yankees or Nationals? Nationals. Nationals. Just to go with the flow. Just to go with the flow. Uh, Brewers, Cubs. 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 So, Andrew's got the Cubs. I got the Cubs. How about you? Brandon, who do you got? Uh, I'm going to go with the Brewers. The Brewers. Giants, Dodgers. Dodgers. We knew that. Dodgers. I have the Dodgers. It's going to be a hat trick. I'm going with the Dodgers, too. We got the Hattie. And who do you think is going to win the election? <laughs> no, we discussed that for another show. Uh, this is why I'm... Andrew, Doug Shriver Show. It doesn't say Andrew Grum Show. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, we're going to go Mets over the Braves. Andrew? Uh, Braves. Braves. Brandon? First series, I think the Mets are going to win it. The Mets are going to win the first series. The Metsies. And then Angels A's. Angels, because they're God's, uh, God's people, God's baseball team. Angel, you make this more of a uh, comedy show than anything. Mm-hmm. And then they should have called another team Satan's Devils. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, Brandon, who do you got for the Angels and A's? I'm going to go with the A's. The A's. To win the series. Or we thank you. And I'm going with the Angels. So that's an uh, that's a two out of three. All right, Lord, we thank you for this beautiful night. Thank you, Lord. All right, <laughs> now we're gonna have to do our World Series picks. But I don't want you to just say World Series team. I want you to pick the matchup and how many games and your MVP winner. So we'll start with Andrew Brem. World Series matchup and how many games? Uh, definitely Mets and Yankees this year. All right, hold on. Let me type this out. Probably about seven matchups. Games. Games. All right, so Andrew's World Series is who's winning? Probably going to be Mets. Mets over the Yankees. Uh-huh. Mets over the Yankees in seven MVP. Uh, it's probably going to be, uh, Jacob Jagram. They go. Jacob Jagram. Brandon, who's your World Series? Got the Yankees against the defending champ, Washington Nationals. Yankees over the Nationals. All right, nice. How many games? Uh, game seven. It's going to be seven games. You guys don't want to do game seven. And who's your MVP? MVP? I'm going to go with Giancarlo Stanton. 
Stanton. All right. See him hitting a big three-run, uh, three-run shot in Game Seven that would give them the lead. I could see that easily happening. So I'm gonna go with. Let's see. I'm going with the St. Louis Cardinals over the New York Yankees in six with Paul Goldschmidt winning MVP. Derek Cole is not winning a World Series championship this year, so that's going to be a great thing for me and for every Yankee hater. So we're going to take a quick commercial, and we'll give you our final thoughts on this episode, and we're also going to talk about the football, what Russell Wilson had to say, and how they're going to set their guidelines for this upcoming season because there's really no guidelines guidelines for the NFL. We will be right back. You are listening to the Doug Sarabo Show with your host, Doug Sarabo. We are back on the Doug Sarabo Show alongside me, Brandon Schwartz, Andrew Brem. Andrew figured that today's episode was the Andrew Brem Show, as we've seen. But, Andrew, thanks for making us laugh. It was a pleasure to have you on again today. Yeah, thank you. There he goes again, acting. So, this is a tweet from Russell Wilson, a Super Bowl champion. I am concerned. My my wife is pregnant. At NFL training camp is about to start. And there's still no clear plan on player health and family safely. Andrew is getting attacked by moths. Back to the tweet. We want to play football, but we also want to protect our loved ones. Hashtag, we want to play. Brandon, we see protocols from the NBA, NHL has their guidelines, and MLB has their guidelines, but we don't really see anything from the NFL. Yeah, I mean, we haven't talked, we haven't really heard anything about a bubble or anything, you know, to protect these players. So, what I think we should do is test the players twice a day for the whole season. Twice a day, every day. For the whole season, I think that's the safest way out of the safest way to do this. Uh, remember, football is all is a high risk sport where you're always you're always on the you're touching the players, you're knocking them to the ground. You got to be careful. Twice a day, every day would be great for the uh, NFL for testing policies. Would be great for uh, for the safety's sake. So we're gonna have NBA, we're gonna have the NHL, we're gonna have baseball. Do you think maybe football is the only season that doesn't happen at all? I think football is going to happen, but I don't think there's going to be fans. In, I mean, we already know the Giants and Jets don't have fans this year. But I think every stadium is going to do the same thing. We might see football, but we're not going to see fans, though. Andrew, where do you where do you stand on this? Uh, they should, uh, you know, I think they should test the players frequently. And, you know, I eventually could see fans coming in. I mean, we don't know exactly when, but I could see it happening eventually. And, you know, I've been hearing from, like, the politicians and Fossey, that, you know, they're working on a vaccination right now and they're going through multiple tests and phases with the vaccination and so far it's been working out really well. So, a lot, so we can, we'll probably see a vaccination by the end of this year, early next year. So, there'll probably be fans 
sometime this season for the NFL. And I'm not sure. Like, most people have been saying it's going to end by the end of the year, early next year. But I think it's going to end the pandemic after Election Day. So do I. So, Brandon, final thoughts on today's episode and what we discussed. I think uh, it's a good show. I think we're uh, we're ready for baseball. Everyone's ready for opening day, and I think uh, I think we're uh, we're ready to go for baseball. And and the NBA will start next week. And uh, yeah, we're heading in the right direction, Doug. Andrew, final thoughts on today's episode. Yeah, it was pretty good. You know, I'm excited for all the sports to come back. I know it's a little different, but I know we'll have plenty of time to, you know, go back to normal, plenty of time to do everything again. And, you know, we'll have our whole lives ahead of us. You know, this is the virus is only it's just a baby and will be a baby for uh, the rest of eternity. Well, we'll last for a very, very long time. I was wondering where you were going with that, but okay. (laughs) So my final thoughts on this episode If this was an episode of, let's say, The Apprentice, I know that, Andrew, you can't can't be a product manager because we were trying to make a script for the show and I had to take over. But overall, this was a great episode. I love the talks we have. I love discussing our sports, our politics, what's going on in in the world. It was truly another great episode. Andrew made us laugh with thinking the Mets could win the AL East thinking Yoannis Cespedes could win the Cy Young Award. Bringing up the Lord. (laughs) Andrew's a funny guy, and we're happy to have this show. Again, you starred the show originally on your live, so it's truly been a great show. I'm looking forward to next week. Maybe we could do something this Thursday at the end of these games and discuss the – do recaps of the games, or we could always do that Monday night. But, again, this has been a great show. Andrew, it's truly an honor. Brandon, it's been a truly an honor every week. We thank you for ha- coming on every week. And I'm Doug Sharavo. I as the host of the Doug Sharavo Show. Thank you to our loyal fans, our listeners, and our viewers. We will see you guys next time, Monday, 8 p.m.